Uh, the camera's not on. Ah, uh, damn it. Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, the podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Right, which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm one of your hosts, Brian, joined with the other host. Karen. Uh, and Karen, what is this episode going to be about? Uh, Static X at, in Gary, Indiana. Yes, this was uh, the Machine Killer Tour with Static X and Seven Dust as co-headliners with Dope and Lines of Loyalty as supporting acts. Uh, as you said, this was in Gary, Indiana at the Hard Rock Live, the casino down there. Uh, tickets for this were $39.50 with $14.53 in fees. Um, this is our second Static X show this year. <laughs> yeah, technically. But the first one we saw. Yeah, yeah. The first one, I and mean, we might even have an episode of this already up. I, I think. can't remember if we ever recorded one or not. Uh, yeah, if we did, we might link it here. We might not. Um, yeah. But... We saw Static X at House of Blues earlier this year. I want to say like April. Well, we didn't see them. We went to the show. Sure. We went to the show. We had tickets yeah. to the show. Um, those were postponed tickets from 2020. Yes. Yeah. When we originally bought them, COVID happened. This got postponed to 2023 now. So like three years later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of long, long wait. But hey, they were finally here. We're going to go see them. Dope was going to be there with them again. Yeah. Uh, However, I was feeling a little under the weather. My foot really hurt, and we ended up leaving a little bit into the dope uh, set. Yes. I think we got to see Cultus Black. I think that's who was the first opener, yes. Uh, it was a, They were super fucking awesome. Yeah. And then once we got home, Fear Factory was Live streaming. streaming. Was, were they streaming Static X? I think, no, I think. Or they were streaming Fear Factory. I think Cultus Black was streaming fear factory fear factory or whoever yep. the first opener was yep. was streaming fear factory yep. yep i think you're right uh so we watched that on like instagram yeah, like, or well, whatever it was on was. instagram but we like what yeah. do you do like airdrop airdrop it, it to your yeah TV. to your tv yeah, yeah. uh so that was kind of cool but we did we did miss out on that show unfortunately we did. yeah so when this show was announced i was like yes we can finally see them again we can make up for not seeing them that one time because of me basically <laughs> my body and whatnot uh so yeah, I was super excited. Dope was going to be with them again. Seven Dust, we've never seen Seven Dust live. Uh, and Lines of Loyalty, a new band I had no idea who they were. I didn't were. know who they were either. So um, yeah, let's uh, let's dive into the music, I guess. Okay. Uh, starting with Lines of Loyalty, what do we have for a set list? Uh, yes, so they started with Windless War, My Addiction, With or Without You, Fact of the Matter, Voodoo Child, Sight Returns, and this is a... Uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yep. Cover. Yep, right? yep. Okay. Okay. And then they ended with "I'm Not the One." Before diving super far into the, this particular set list, I forgot that there was a little confusion around oh, right. doors and everything. Doors, showtime. For us, there was confusion because you went on to the Hard Rock's website, I think, right? Yes. And they said that the show was 5 30 or the time was 5 30 the time was 5 30 and i just assumed that was show start time because i was looking at other events that they have and like it was like seven o'clock eight o'clock i'm like oh that's probably the start time and most of the time it is when you see a time listed on yeah. a calendar that is the the start time of the performance and then doors are usually like an hour before that so 5 30 that's a little early for us for having to drive down there like a 40 minute drive so. yeah well and yeah we had to work and Right, stuff, so. and it was rush hour by that time, so it's like you have to plan things out and try to leave work a little early to, to get there. That kind of sucks, but whatever, let's do it. But then we also found out through a Ticketmaster email 
telling you to download your mobile tickets to your phone that the show was 6.30, not 5.30. So 5.30 must have been doors. And we get there, and sure enough, 5.30 was the doors for for this particular show, right? Because there was already that line yeah, running yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, through the casino even like the it was really yeah. weird that you had this like rope going down the middle of the walkways of the casino and one side was the line to get into the venue and the other side was for people who wanted to walk around right. and gamble and whatnot a really weird setup in terms of yeah i just i don't think everything. that there's anything else that they could have done because the venue is or the stage the venue whatever is in the back of this casino so there's really not anything else you can do yeah it, it's not set up the most cohesive no um the previous show we saw at a casino for the mega monsters tour with uh gojira and mastodon yeah that casino the setup there was a lot better yeah like you had to go up these escalators to get to like the venue floor um i did like the setup of that casino a little better than this casino in terms of where the venue was and how the venue was placed and then that line obviously going through uh we ended up getting food and walking around and gambling a little bit before going in by the time we get in like the line was already gone and we got in what 6 15 ish or something like that maybe 6 20 maybe 6 20 something like that but as we get in the band's already on there lines of loyalty's already playing mm-hmm. like we got in before the 6 30 time for them to start but they had already started and i can't remember when we came in i think it was uh with or without you so the third track i think is when we came in yeah possibly yeah um, so that was a little disappointing. But I just wonder, like, did you actually see something that said six thirty, or you were just assuming no, the doors the, were five thirty? The well, the doors were obviously five thirty because that was listed. The Ticketmaster email said six thirty. Oh, okay, okay. I just wonder. I yeah. didn't. I didn't read the email, so I just was asking if you actually saw something. Yeah, yeah, I actually saw that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so it was a little weird and a little not frustrating, but a little disappointing that it, they had went on a little earlier. Um. So we did miss the first couple of songs, but I think it was with or without you. We came in towards the end of that. Um, then fact of the matter happened. We saw them play that all the way through and then voodoo child. Um, saw that song all the way through, obviously. And then the, the final song, uh, which I'm not the one which they brought out somebody local to Indiana. They said, I don't know who the yeah, individual was, who it was. Yeah. Um, but, but they think, have like a song on the record too. I think they've collaborated together before and he did like singing with yeah. them on the stage and on this album. Apparently um, it, it was a fine set. I thought uh, voodoo child was a little like, eh, I don't, I didn't know that that was like Jimi Hendrix, but I don't know the music that well. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really like voodoo child by Jimi Hendrix. Okay. And then when they were playing it, it's like, Oh cool. Jimi Hendrix. And I was like, Oh wait, no. Um, you're not really doing it all that well. Like they're doing it fine, but it's like, I don't know. It's Jimi Hendrix. This is almost like sacrilegious. Almost. I don't know. It just, it felt weird to hear it. And it okay. just didn't, it didn't sit. Not, not that it didn't sit well with me, but it, I don't know. It, it felt weird to me to, to hear that song, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Um, all in all though, a fine set, a three piece band. Um, seemed like cool guys. The, the energy was excellent on the stage the sound was great um definitely an old school rocky kind of sound feel yeah to them. a rock sound yeah yeah more than like a metal sound or something um but yeah i i enjoyed the little bit we saw a little disappointed we missed the first few songs yeah i was too i was too but oh well what are you gonna do yeah i don't know but yeah that was that's really all i have to say about lines of loyalty um i guess one other thing we walked around um after their set just sort of oh, went yeah. back out to check out merch 
didn't have any plans to buy any merch, but they had a wheel. And I love spinning wheels, so I got to spend the 10 bucks to spin the wheel and got a bumper sticker that I'm not going to put on my car. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Sometimes I thought like it would be really cool to buy bands bumper stickers and like just cover our car with them. I but don't like that idea. I don't like it either. I don't like seeing sort it. Of look. <laughs> right? Like, but <laughs> like on the doors and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought like most of the time when we're driving our cars to go to a concert. So I was like, oh, it'd be really cool to like. I do see you know? other cars that have them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's kind of cool. Like I've seen Romstein. I've seen Avatar. You know, yeah. the kind of stickers on the windows I think the and stuff. Coolest one was when we left the behemoth well it was dancing concert but behemoth played and somebody on lakeshore had behemoth across their back window and it was really cool so yeah i've seen a couple cool ones but but i don't think i would like that on our car no i don't think so either a part of me is like that'd be really cool but then the other part's like no i'm i'm not a fan of that but anywho uh ten (laughs) dollars got a bumper sticker i got to spin the wheel that's really all i wanted you just wanted to spin the wheel it could have been like lose a spin or lose your turn type yeah was that on there no it wasn't oh you know, I'm just thinking like Jeopardy bankrupted oh, yeah. or pay 10 more bucks or something like that. I don't know. Um, Jeopardy is not bankrupt. Oh, I'm Will of Fortune. Will of Fortune. That's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Those shows were always back to back in my mind for some one dollar, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> A completely different show, too. Um, <laughs> just saying all the game shows. But their merch table had the wheel. I love the wheels. I want more bands to do it. Avatar always does it. And I love spinning it. Lines of loyalty allowed you to use a card instead of cash, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we get to dope next on dope. the uh, on the bill. So what do we have for a set list for them? Yeah, so they start with Blood Money, Bring It On, Debonair, Bitch, Die Motherfucker Die, and then You Spin Me Around like a record. Their, uh, their big cover song there. Yeah. <laughs> super, super short fucking set it was i i think if they would have shut up and played they could have played at least one more song at least one but even that would have been a short set it would have been a short set but that kind of got to me i know you have a a bit like you're either like oh i like the crowd banter or i don't like it and this one i was like you guys are talking too much like play another song that was my opinion yeah no for sure there was definitely a lot of crowd interaction crowd banter with them um and sure you could have cut that out and had a one more song possibly but i mean like i said one more song super short i think the first time we saw them with static x were they second on the bill like second from the top yeah yeah so it went from dope to static x and we didn't even mention that that we have seen static x early like pre-covid so 2019 was our first yeah time, we were yeah. like 2018 or 2019 we can't really remember exactly when Right, and Dope was with them there, yeah. and again, yeah. Dope was with them earlier this year. Yep. It always seems like Dope and Static X are like touring together, yeah. which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. But that time they had, a, because they were so further up on the bill, they had longer, a longer set list. Yeah, there was a longer set list and a lot more crowd energy and stuff. I mean, it was just a different experience seeing them four or five years ago than this time, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Um, the set, like I said, we already said this a lot. The set was super short. I was kind of disappointed that it was so short because by the time we get to uh, you spin me around, I was like, oh, really? That's yeah. probably it then, right? Um, but you also mentioned that the the crowd was sort of meh. There wasn't a whole lot of crowd movement going on. Everybody was just sort of standing there doing their own thing. 
Yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, when we saw them four or five years ago at House of Blues with Static X, there was so much energy in the crowd and everybody was moving. The whole floor was moving. I mean, House of Blues, we talked about so much, but like the floor is so small. They're like pretty much like if anybody's moving, like everybody's moving sort of thing. There's nowhere, no way to like escape that kind of. Um, and so I liked that energy. I liked that experience of seeing them. Like it was so much fun to, you know, hear the songs and like feel the crowd moving around and everything. And then going in back then going into Static X, like that energy was still there. But then this time they even tried to get a pit going. Nobody moved. They did well, though, with it because, like, I mean, going back to seeing Falling in Reverse where the crowd wasn't doing what they wanted, so they were like, fuck you, we're gone. They just left, right? Yeah. Um, and this is, you know, they still played through it or whatever. They did make a comment, like, nobody? Like, nobody's moving? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, I mean, it was just, like, a little bit different experience. Yeah. And some of the crowd banter was also, like, we've been around for we're old as fuck. We've been around since the nineties. Uh, yeah. And you guys have been here with us from the beginning. You're old as fuck. We get it. It's, it's a Thursday night. You have to, you know, you have to get a babysitter now. Right. You can't just go to a show. You're not paying $10 for a ticket. You're paying $50 a ticket. Yep. Uh, plus the babysitter fee, plus you have to work tomorrow and all of that. So like they were kind of pointing out that like, our audience is a bit older than they were in the nineties for sure. Yeah. And I, I did feel that way looking around that the average age was definitely, it, it felt older than us and we're in our mid thirties. I felt like, um, so that could lead to why there wasn't as much movement in the crowd. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, because I do feel like when we saw them at house of blues that first time, and even earlier this year, we saw them at house of blues, the crowd age was younger for that show for sure. Also Is it just different from Chicago to Indiana. And that's another thing we've talked a little bit about this with other shows too, where the, the crowd in each area, each venue you go to like each market, Chicago is going to be different than Denver. Denver is going to be different than San Francisco versus Texas somewhere. Right. Like all of, all of those. I like areas. how you brought up Texas, so we've never seen a show in Texas. No, but you know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to pick somewhere out. Yeah, and I picked the entire state. <laughs> surprised and not like you Austin. didn't. I'm surprised you didn't say like Florida, where the geriatrics go. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but you Anyways, know what I mean. Like, you, yeah. you, like it's it feels different. Even um, I, I, here's a good example. I think that you can remember. We saw Disturbed back in the mid 2000s, like three times within a week or something, in Des Moines in Cedar Rapids, and then somewhere else. Milwaukee? Are you talking about 2019? No, no, no. This is when we saw them in Waterloo. And the crowd at Waterloo was much different than the crowd at Des Moines. Yeah. Even within Iowa, like just those yeah. slight different geographic locations, the crowds act differently and right. engage differently with the music. And then again, that just could be the same thing here where Gary, Indiana versus Chicago, it's a different crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. I would agree with that too, because even when we saw like we've been to a lot of Avatar shows and we did go to was it in Indianapolis? Indiana? Yes, it was in Indianapolis. We saw them before Upheaval. Upheaval. Last, last year, yes. And like that experience seeing Avatar at that venue with that crowd was, in my opinion, different than we've seen before. Yeah, and that one was also where I don't know if we ever did a show on that show. We tried, but 
we kind of had first ones. It was one of our first ones, and we had COVID. Yeah, and we had like that long cough afterwards, yep. and like it, it was horrible. But I, if you remember that particular show in Indianapolis, there were a lot of kids. There were oh, with the balloon pit, and they had the balloon yeah. pit <laughs> in like the in like the ADA area where the kids were yeah. playing with balloons. Yeah, I forgot about that. It was kind of funny. It was fun. Awesome. I mean, it was a fun show. It was just a different experience yes. than we had seen at other shows. Yeah. So. So again, that sort of leads into like this performance where yeah. the crowd just wasn't really moving like we we prefer to have crowds move and bounce around and whatnot. This was more of we're going to hang back and just listen to music and have a good time. Yeah. Which is like, a way to consume live music. Yeah. I like the crowd movement sometimes, but then sometimes I'm like, especially we had this show. Well, you went to Tech 9 even the night before. Um, but then we had this show and then we have two shows this weekend as well. And so in my mind, I'm like, I have to conserve some energy to get to Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I try to like pick and choose when I want to be in like in, in the situation. crowd or just kind of stand back. And it all depends on the music. Like when we get to static X, like I like being more like in between everybody for like bands like static X where like seven dust, I could have probably stood back. back a little. That's my own opinion. Yeah. I'm just not, in, I don't know the music. I'm not into the music as much. So, and you brought this up with, the House of Blues and the setup there. We didn't really talk much about the setup of this venue in terms oh, of yeah. the yeah. stage and everything. Um, so real quickly getting into that, the stage was very similar to the other casino we were at in terms of you walk in, you're just in this giant empty hall, basically. Yeah, yeah. In the back, they, in this one and the other one, the other casino, um, I can't remember the name of that casino, but it's also in Indiana, just over the border. Horseshoe? It might have been Horseshoe, Yeah. But they have the the stadium's gym seating that you have in like high school. Yeah, yeah. That fold up into like just the single pillar or wall, but then they come out to do uh, stadium seating. Yeah. Have that. The other casino had balcony seating on top of that, though. This one did not. It was just sort of, here's your stadium seating that's consolidated down. Otherwise, a large open room space. The stage for this one was fucking massive. Yeah. Both, very deep. Yes, very deep, but also massive left to right. Yeah. Um, but the deepness was like, whoa, this is yeah. What the fuck? And they were setting both, both seven dust and I'm trying to think of where dopes. Uh, I think dope was up a little further because the other drum kits. Because the drum kits were already back there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it still seemed really far back in my opinion, but yeah. um, yeah. So like when we get to seven dust and. I guess, we're, I guess we're kind of moving to seven dust but like the drum kits were like way back and it was like i personally couldn't see the drum kit for it was really most hard of the band. it was really hard to see um but there were two screens on the side just like um horseshoe had yes there were and so i found myself especially during seven dust a lot looking at the screens more than i was looking at the um, stage yeah and but I, I felt like there was more people there for seven dust than even static x oh really well at least i think it yeah. like thinned out a little bit i think it thinned out a little bit okay. or we were moved up a little bit further and then yeah so we couldn't see all the people but i couldn't see for seven dust very well okay so interesting yeah i mean i think i did talk to you during the the venue or during the show and pointed up like the at the, the monitors that you just mentioned as well and just being like why do you need this? This venue is so small. Even Horseshoe, the last casino we went to and saw, 
they had, as you said, they had the. Yeah, I didn't watch them though during. I I watched them a little bit, but again, I was like, "This venue is too small. Why do you have these these monitors up here for that?" But you said you relied on a lot. For Seven Dust, I did. Yeah, yeah, to see the band because otherwise, with Seven Dust, I didn't realize that there was uh, two guitarists and a bassist. Like, I I just couldn't see. I don't know if the stage is lower. It did feel like a lower stage for sure. Or like, yeah, just I don't know what the whole dynamic was that I, I just couldn't see very well. Um, Which is okay, whatever. There was one shot that was really cool because they had like a camera over the drum kits, so like they would show that view up on the. Oh monitors. yeah, that was kind of yeah. cool. But this stage, it it feels like it's mainly used for like plays or something potentially. Yeah, I we did talk about that, like walking out that it could be potentially for other types of shows or plays. Um, because like with plays, you have kind of like three sets, and like you drop curtains yep. and stuff to like have the sets set up and stuff. And you can just push them forward and whatnot, and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. And then that that also then explains sort of why the stage might be lower because you're going to be in seats for that yeah. kind of show. Yeah, uh, you're not going to be standing like you do for for a concert. But very generic sort of structure, just a big open room. Um, sounded. Fine. I had no issues with the sound quality whatsoever. Um, yeah. For was it for dope that we were kind of off to the stage left? Uh, stage stage right. right. Stage right. We spent I, most of the night on stage right or center. Center stage. Yeah, I right. like center better. But when we were on stage right, um, I felt like I could only hear out of like the left side of my body. Oh, really? Like where it wasn't like. Maybe just because we were so far over and the speaker was like right there and it wasn't necessarily like surrounded by sound. Gotcha. That was just my own opinion. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. Um, but yeah, Dope, getting getting back to Dope, um, Dope was a good set. It was short, but it was still a good set regardless. Yeah. Um, so I thought we were moving on to Seven Desks we started talking about. Yeah, I, I just wanted to wrap that up. Oh, quick, okay. Just say, good set, <laughs> basically. Um, but yeah, Seven Dust. Let's uh, dive into that. The co-headliner. Yep. Um, what they have for their set list? Seven Dust started with I Might Let the Devil Win, uh, Truth Killer, Alpha, Till Death, Splinter, Hero, Denial, Fence, Strawmarm Broken, Enemy, Trust, Everything, Pieces, Black, and then they ended with Face to Face. Which was kind of like an encore, if I remember right. They kind of like left and then came back. Yeah, yeah. It was sort of a little brief. Yeah, encore very thing. brief. Yeah. Um, but a, a six, 15 song set list. Um, pretty good for a co-headliner, a proper co-headliner yeah, set yeah. length. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really been liking these co-headlining tours. Yeah, we've seen quite a few of them this year. Yeah. It feels new this year. I don't think I've remembered too many in the past being co-headliner tours uh i mean we saw corn and evanescence last last year. year but like it still seems like before that i don't really remember yeah. seeing as many this year there definitely seems like there's a lot more at least that we're going to and seeing yeah yeah that could be that we're just going to them but i'm really enjoying it where even if we didn't get two openers and we got just one opener i'd still enjoy this like the yeah. set length and everything uh i think the mega monsters tour was just the three bands right lorna shore yep uh, uh, Mastodon and Gojira. Yep. And again, the two co-headliners had proper sets. We saw one this year, Ghost and Amina Marth, where Amina Marth got a small set. Like 40 minutes. And then Ghost was like an hour and a half. 
Yeah, I wish that was Amun, a very short concert for was. the mon- amount of money we paid. I really wish Amina Marth would have played longer or play that length plus one other opener type thing. So that one is the only disappointment out of the Cohen Learn shows we've seen this year. But I have really been enjoying it. Our first time seeing Seven Dust and I enjoyed their set. I really did. I really didn't listen to Seven Dust that much prior to this. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I don't know Seven Dust songs that well. I know in the car we were kind of talking about Seven Dust a little bit, like on the way back. Uh, you said that Praise is a song that you know from like the radio, right? When we would listen to yeah, not radio sure if in it's Iowa. necessarily the radio I oh, hear okay. that, but Praise is like the Seven Dust song I know. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've heard that so many times. It's like, it's the song. For me, when I think of Seven Dust, that's the song, which is really weird. I didn't didn't play that during this set yeah yeah um so i was a little disappointed with that but like that was a song everybody listened to growing up and they everybody loved seven dust and i just never got into them for some reason yeah i all i can remember is listening to like laser or whatever and i can like hear like the host say like such and such song from seven dust but like, if I heard the song, I would know it. But I can't even put together. Like, and it wasn't s- praise. I it could be, but you played it in the car, and it doesn't sound that familiar to me. Okay. No, and I didn't hear. The only thing I could think of is if it was Splinter. Maybe that's the only song when they were playing it that I was like, I may have heard this before, but yeah. I don't. I really don't know, and like, I don't know why we haven't listened to Seven Dust before. I mean, their set was good. I enjoyed their set. Yeah. The energy was great. The sound was great. It was super awesome to see. I enjoyed it. I'd see them again. But a, same thing. I mean, it, so back when I started getting into metal and into music and whatnot, and like I said, everybody loves Seven Dust, and I just never picked it up and never got into it. I don't know why I didn't pick it up, but I just I didn't. And I usually had sort of a narrow mind of like, here's what I like. I'd give a band a shot, and if I heard like, one song I liked, cool, I'll try out another song. But if I didn't like that next song, then it's like, all right, I got other things I can listen to. Yeah. Like Lamb of God, uh, Shadows Fall, Slipknot. Like those were the things I would gravitate towards. And Seven Dust just didn't have that same sort of grasp for me like those bands did. Um, but at the same time, Shine Down, Three Days Grace pop evil like all of those bands i hated because they were on the radio yeah and now i'm like they're actually not bad i enjoy their music a lot it's not my favorite music but it's music i really enjoy i really enjoy their shows same thing with seven dust i think i'm i'm more open and more willing to go back and listen to it but i i can't put my thumb on why when i first started getting into music that was a band i was like eh, i don't really care I think my brother was really into seven dust a little oh, bit really too. so maybe that yeah. was why i was like possibly yeah you don't know good music. I know good music. Or, you know, one of those yeah. things, like, if you like it, then I'm not going to like it type thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely something they'll, I'll definitely check them out more now. Um, I, cause, like I said, we've evolved, and you've said this, we've evolved. Our tastes have changed, and our openness to allow new music we don't really listen yeah. to. Yeah, to- totally. Yeah, I would agree with that. There wasn't much memorable about this set, though, to me. Like, none of these big... Ba- well, did they have the? They had a background. So they used, I think, the same sort of setup um, that Static X will end up using, where they have like the uh, the LED screens, yeah, like the ones on the ground and the ones standing up. 
So I think they utilize some of that for like background effects and yeah. visuals. But other than that, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot more going on outside the band just having a good time playing. Yeah, I don't even necessarily remember the band members moving around. But then again, I couldn't see much. Yeah, you said that, yeah. So, like, I just don't have any big memories of, like, anything spectacular happening or anything. Yeah, and my memory is, yeah, the music's good. The band has some good energy, some good sound. It's good. I'll check it out again. Like, that's that's where my my thought is. Like, this isn't an amazing show. It's definitely not a bad show. It's a good show. But it's not one of like my top shows of the year for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'd agree. it's just one of those things. I we're at live music. I'm here to check it out. I'm having a good time tonight. They're helping me have a good time. So I'm let's just keep having a good time. So yeah, that's <laughs> I guess that's where I'm at with Seven Dust. Yeah. Uh, good show. I enjoyed it. I said good a lot there, but were they good? They were fine. Yeah, they were good. I, I enjoy it. Uh, anything else for you then? I guess no. were they good? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'll check them out that much. I don't know. I should. I mean, so I added them to the playlist. Right? Yeah. We'll he- listen to them on the playlist. And well, we found out we have <laughs> 82 hours of music. 87 on that. hours at the moment. And we've 82. got more shows. 87. It didn't update on the computer. It shows 87. Oh, okay. Well, I shared the wrong thing on Instagram then. Oh, because well, I whatever. shared it on Instagram. Like I can't believe we've seen 82 <laughs> hours of live music. Not counting the double, like, because right. we don't add this set list again. We saw uh, Disturbed twice now. So yeah. we've only thrown Bloody Wood twice. Bloody Wood. Well, that whole tour twice. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. No, I added them to the playlist uh, the very next day after the show. And then I went somewhere to do something. You went to lunch. Yes, I walked to lunch. And I listened to music as I walked. And Seven Dust came up within that, like, 30, 40 minute walk to lunch and back. Seven Dust came up three times. Yeah. So like they're on the playlist now. It's really weird how that algorithm works for Spotify when you're on yeah. Shuffle. We're really trying to figure it out. because <laughs> My guess is they're, cause they're in town. They're in your yeah. area. We're going to promote their music. Going to play it a It's got to be something like that because yeah. I don't know. Anywho, um, getting to Static X then, closing out the show. Yeah. I was most excited for Static X for this whole night i don't so, know about you so you're f- the first time we saw static x in 2019 you didn't really listen to them before i that. didn't know their music no you had heard me play a few songs because you left that like oh i remember you playing that song yeah I like playing that. i remember push it and destroy all probably maybe i can't remember back from four or five years ago but i remember push it a lot yeah um but yeah, i remember after that show you were like I really liked that show. I like them. I want to listen to more of their yeah. music. Yeah. And you were super excited earlier this year and disappointed we had to leave. Yeah, it was okay though. Uh, and then when we we're like, oh, but we get to see him again later in the year for this show, you were, yeah. you were very excited. I was ready to sure. see him again. Yeah, and Static X isn't, I don't listen to Static X between shows. Like I don't seek out Static X music. But to me, all Static X songs are the same <laughs> like sound the same they have the like. same beat and everything which i know for some band i mean disturbs the same way all their music sounds the same you know it's a disturbed song you know this is a static x song um but it's not like it's not like one of those where it sounds exactly the same where i'm tired of listening to this it's like i like this beat i like 
what's happening here. They sound similar enough that you can pick up like, oh, that song is like the structure. Like, yeah, that's a Static X song. That's a disturbed song. Yeah. So, yeah, why don't we get into uh, the set list for, for Static X? Yeah, yeah. So they started with Hollow, Terminator Oscillator, Love Dump, Sweat of the Bud, Wisconsin Death Trip, Fix, Blood for Days, Black and White, This Is Not, Zombie, Get to the Gone, I Am, Destroy All, Cold, I'm with Stupid, and Push It. Yeah, again, a good, solid headlining set here. But they were the, the closing yeah. act. Yeah. So, you know, proper proper set list and set length. But again, I love it when these co-headliner sets are like sharing true, sharing the true time. True sets, yeah. 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 Uh, so you, you expect the, the closing act to have a good set, and this was a good length for a set. Super awesome set as well. Um, so yeah, a lot more room to play with in terms of like the stage, since it's a larger stage as we talked about than we've seen them at House of Blues. Um, there's like a little, uh, one of those staircase things, like the movable staircases that zero, the lead singer and rhythm guitar, um, would come out and just like play on and sing on just for a little bit and then go back. Also, he wears this weird ass fucking mask thing like over. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with like the red glowing eyes. Oh, those aren't his real eyes. Those are not his real eyes. No, I knew that. (laughs) Uh, you were like, did you realize that? Well, I didn't like, know if you saw, if you could see. No, I could see the stage. Like yeah, always wearing. That I could mask see thing. the stage perfect, and that's why I don't know what the difference. Oh. I thought maybe the crowd thinned out enough, or not enough. That's the wrong way to say it. But the crowd thinned out between Seven Dust and or uh, Static we, X because I could see so much better for Static X than I did for Seven Dust. We definitely moved up further, um, but also because the stage was larger and they had more room. I don't know if they did this in House of Blues for the last tour, but there were like robot figure yeah coming yeah. out every now and there then was a zombie dancing around and shit. oh no yeah it started with the robot thing. oh no the like robot thing that came out with the jack-o'-lantern head oh right yeah yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. like it was like a jack-o'-lantern ball um disco ball right yes they're the disco ball jack-o'-lantern yeah. thing uh that was really cool to see um but yeah a lot more like monstery type things. yeah and then they had the um zombie that came out i can't remember all of them i just i can't either I just thought it was like, oh, that's kind of cool to have. Like, sort of like Iron Man Maiden has Eddie come out in different yeah. costumes and whatnot. Yeah. This wasn't one particular mascot, I don't think. It was just different figures came out into different things. The Halloween figure or creature was definitely appropriate for it being October, yeah. spooky yeah. season and whatnot. I thought that was really fun. So, I don't know. I, I do like it when the bands pull out like these little monster, these like little characters come out. Um, Mastodon did it. For their show, they had like their little kaijus come out and dance around for for that. And not, they also have a lot of really good effects in terms of visuals behind them. This, they utilized those LED uh, monitors that we were yeah. talking about yeah. really well too. But yeah, so yeah, I, 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 I like when the live performance throws in these other little effects and other little things like that. Like pyro is a good example of one. I don't think they had pyro at all during this. Did, uh, the firework things. Oh, like the like little shadow. sparkler yeah. things. Yeah. I'm thinking more of like the fireballs that go like, up. I don't think you can do that in a probably casino. In this, yeah, probably they would not. I don't know. Some casinos do fire and shit, but maybe. Really? Can, yeah. Like for magic and all that shit. I oh. don't know. Maybe well, not. Yeah, I think that's a little different for magic. They're like, I was going to say juggle it, but that's a juggler. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, I, you know, live music isn't just you're not just there for the music. You're there for the performance and the show. And this definitely adds to that show. 
aspect of it. Um, another thing that adds to sort of the live aspect of music that we really enjoy is when they start doing, you know, tributes and stuff for past members. And they definitely did one here too for Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. During cold. Um, they did one in 2019 as well. And I can't remember if it was the same or I remember, um, zero coming out and saying like, you know, thank you for having me as the vocalist. We didn't know how this would be, um, how the fans would receive receive it yeah like how it would be received by everybody and everything but you know it's been going great you know blah blah sorry not blah 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 i shouldn't say <laughs> that but um so this time yeah they did like a little video of wayne singing cold and then um like on the back on the screen on the back and then they performed cold or whatever so yeah it was a really good tribute to him yeah it's it can be hard i guess for bands definitely to do that because i know hell yeah did it after um Vinny died and they did this sort of like they had the tour already booked but it was sort of like it turned into a tribute to Vinny um at that point like a memorial tour or something. basically yeah. Yeah. yeah and they did like a little bit uh, another memorial for him i think it was during i can't remember what song it was but they did a whole memorial thing for him as well and it was like super emotional and really nice Nicely done and very well received by the audience that I saw. And this was well received too, I felt like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they did, I can't remember if it was before Cold or after Cold, but then they went around and did the whole like introducing the band. And I mean, obviously everybody's friends with Wayne or, you know, like um, the drummer and him like started the band or whatever. I mean, it, it I mean, it goes way back. But for Psychex, out of all the bands that played, um, the crowd was the most active during definitely. I did notice that yeah. it was definitely yeah. a lot more active. A good pit going almost every, all night. Um, you know, people crowd surfing, uh, just what you would normally see at a normal show. And maybe every, I mean, they did mention a lot of us are older, so maybe everybody was just saving their energy <laughs> for Static X. But yeah, it it was a lot more. Um, what I wanted to see from a show where. I was hoping, you know, it would go, like, dope a lot of energy, Static X a lot of energy, like what we had at House of Blues back in 2019, but. I I felt like the energy was better for Static X. I do also feel like it was a little meh energy. And compared sure. to 2019, yeah. But, right. I mean, it was. Compared to the entire night, it was definitely the, the best, highest, yeah. best energy for sure. Yeah. But also, I was like, eh, this energy. Where's your energy at these shows? Oh, I, I don't move. I don't do shit. <laughs> I want other people to do stuff. Uh, Me too. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Maybe it starts with us. Maybe we need to start being more energetic during shows and whatnot. Uh, if that's what we like anyway. So I don't know. But it, I, I agree with you. I want other people to have energy and I just want to enjoy. <laughs> I want to feed off of their energy. Right. Bounce me around type thing. Yeah. Like I don't want to be in the pit, but if the crowd starts moving and I can't control where I go. Cool. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. If somebody's I'm the thrown same way. into the top of my head, I'm cool with that. Like, yeah, I do like that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Where I'm like, I'm cool if the pit opens up by me, or like if somebody, you know, gets knocked into me from the pit or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm cool with that, but I'm not gonna be in the middle of it. In the middle of it, starting it up and whatnot. No, no, same. I I don't know why. I do like being on the edge of the pit. I don't like being in the pit. <laughs> I do like crowd surfers kicking me in the face as as they come over. I don't know why. Um, but you would never crowd surf. I would never crowd surf. No, 
but I'm glad with being like I said, kicked in the face for <laughs> other people coming across. Uh, it was a fine show. The energy of the crowd was for me lower than I would have wanted, but it was a good show regardless. I had a lot of fun all night long. Um, definitely want to see all of these bands again for sure. Yeah, me too. But yeah, before we before we take off, then I just wanted to quickly touch on the casino show aspect of things. As I said earlier, this was the second casino show for you. My third, I saw one, uh, Nine Schnells, in 2018 at the Hard Rock in Vegas. Um, of those three, or I guess of the two venues for you, which one has been your favorite venue to go to? I feel like they're the same for the for the venue aspect. Oh, really? Um, they weren't really much different between the two. In my opinion, it's just an open room with a stage. I did like, I maybe it was, well, we stood kind of further back for um, like Macedon and Gojira. So like when you stand a little bit further back, you can see like the stage more than when you're up close, at least for me, because I'm not a head taller than everybody else. Um, that was another thing you mentioned. Indiana people are my height. <laughs> Yeah, everybody was a much shorter. Maybe that's why I couldn't see anything because everybody's head was at my head. I did feel like I was taller at, uh, than most people. I normally, forgot you said that. Normally, there's a few people that are taller than me that were around. And there were here, too. Just the number was lower yeah, than yeah. these two. And you're like, yeah, everybody here is so short. And I'm like, no, they're like, look, their heads <laughs> are like the same height as my head, which I guess I am shorter than you. But anyways, um, so to me, it's the same. From a casino aspect, I liked Horseshoe a lot better than I liked this casino. Same. I did like but the other casino better, which then I think leads into me liking the venue better. Oh, as okay. an overall okay. sort of venue, taking the casino into it as well. Uh, but I agree both of the venues are basically the same. It's like when we walked in, I was like, oh, shit, this is identical to the last yeah. one. The only difference being the balcony for yeah. Horseshoe. Yeah. And possibly the stage wasn't as deep. I can't remember how deep the stage was. I don't think it was that deep. I don't deep. think it was that deep. Unless they had like a curtain before the screens or something. Like maybe it is as deep, maybe. but they use curtains or something to cut it off. But I, because of that, I think I enjoyed the horseshoe better as well. Yeah. The casino aspect and how it was laid out in terms of you have to walk to the back of the casino, go up a flight of stairs into the, like the concert area. Yeah. that That is true. It was almost like it was two separate areas where this one, it's like... Like right You're off there. the casino yeah. floor, but both of them are designed well. Where you have to walk through the casino. Oh, they always to are. Get you to have to yeah. the venue. <laughs> um, like that's the whole point. And then put a few bucks in the machine right next to the door and all of that. Yeah, and even horseshoe. I guess I it kind of had to. Um, uh, I'm going to use the word lobby areas. It's not, but like where merch was, the where the bathrooms were and stuff. It, horseshoe has two of those. One, like on one side and one on the other i don't know how to explain it but um where this one was just like one hallway where when people left it was like everybody gathered in that one little area so then i guess a question for you uh do you enjoy going to these casino shows or is it just sort of like it's a show it's a show i i don't see anything difference between going to a show at a casino versus a show at a regular venue i guess there's more to do after the show right away that you can slowly yeah. mosey around instead of just like sit in your car at a different venue where you're just sitting there waiting for traffic to clear out. That's true. There's stuff to do to entertain. Oh, we don't drive you. to very many shows, so we that don't. doesn't bother us too much. But we don't. Um, we did pick 
the horseshoe for that Mega Monsters tour because I think it was a Saturday and it was close. Yeah. But they were also, that tour was also in Milwaukee at the Rave. Yeah. So all things considered, uh, Saturday show in Indiana or Saturday show at, at the Rave, what would you prefer? Would you prefer? Oh, I would go to the Rave over. Even though we Indiana. might have to like stay the night and get a hotel room. That's fine. Okay. But if it's on a Tuesday night, going to the horseshoe over the rave probably. Oh, yeah. If it was a weeknight. Yeah. Just my work schedule is making it harder. That Assuming, of course, like, they're not going to be in Chicago proper. Right, right. Yeah. If we had to choose Indiana versus Milwaukee on a weeknight, I would have to choose Indiana. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not anything about Indiana. It's like the whole drive. Th- I mean, both both places I hate driving to. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's like, it's okay. Just a just a little wanted to check in there. We don't yeah talk about venues a whole lot in terms of where it falls into the yeah. ranking of venues, but I know on our way out of the show and everything, you were already talking about this. And to me, it's just it's it's a ve- it's a venue that holds a concert. Yeah, it. I don't see anything different about it. I mean, like I said, the the entertainment aspect of stuff to do and entertainment being questionable. If, if you find gambling entertaining yeah, or not. Yeah. Um, but also having restaurants right there to get food real quick um, before or after. Yeah. Helps. I guess right there even like horseshoes better because they had like the fast food type options. Yeah. Where this was like. The sit down. The sit down and wait for food. There may have been another fast foodie option I there. I don't know if there was. So. But so, I, I mean, it's sort of an all in one destination sort of. Yeah, I guess you could stay in a hotel and stuff all right there and not have to worry about yeah going anywhere. But versus going up to like Aragon and trying to find food beforehand or after is either a bar or something like that that maybe you don't want to go to a bar. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's I don't know. Um, we don't talk about where venues fall on our list because we do pick shows based on venue also. Not sometimes, yeah, depending on the tour, yeah. So um, I just want to put a feeler out there to see what you were what you were thinking in terms of casino venues themselves. But I, I agree with you where you're saying it's a venue's a venue. Yeah, um, it's a venue. Yeah. But this does have a little bit of extra perks, I guess. To yeah. I mean, out of the these two versus some venues like even here in Chicago, I like the wide open floor aspect of it. Than like a uh, house of blues where you're like staggered or even like the Vic where you're staggered and that sort of thing. I do like that better. Yeah. Um, definitely that wide open floor and where you go is where you go. Yeah. So, so. Uh, all in all, a uh, perfectly fine show. Um, perfectly perfectly fine. <laughs> I was, it was a fine yeah, show. Yeah. You, yeah. I had a lot of fun during static X, but I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, yeah. if the crowd was a little more energetic than I would yeah. have. It would be kind of fun sometime to do multiple shows on a tour i mean we've done it with some bands but and kind of compare like go to how Milwaukee, the show, indiana yeah and somewhere else how the show went and not necessarily just in this area like because you were even saying like texas probably has a different crowd than florida yeah. and you know like stuff like that but that takes a lot of money and a lot of time and it would yes a lot of stuff like that but that would be a fun thing to do sometime yeah just ex- experience the same show but like in a different spot because a lot of these bands crowd. also play the same set list across yeah. shows. Like the yeah. set list we got from these, I don't think any of them were from uh, were from the show we saw. They were from previous shows. Oh, okay. So the set lists are not going to change 
if they do, it's not that much. There might be like one or two songs, but most bands play the same set list across the most entire, yeah. entire thing. So I like that idea. We should try that sometime, maybe a few years from now. But <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to save some money to, yeah. to do that. But In any case, uh, a good show. I enjoyed it. Me too. Go out, uh, seek out live music. It's awesome. Yep. Bye.